0: Got, i got a couple write-ins. speaking of your uh, your surgery uh and one of the things that somebody said is uh they they had followed so they're anonymous too uh by the way but they're saying hey um you know definitely was following some of hunter's stuff uh because i'm a massachusetts native and um you know back when when he had, had broke his ankle and um do you think that he could potentially be slightly undersized for the position and do you think that injuries are going to continue so I already responded. I wasn't going to wait for the episode. And I was like, no, I was like, if you, you ever meet Hunter, he, he's built like a brick shit house. Now, undersized and stuff, I mean, maybe, but I don't think that, uh, that that's like a, a really a factor personally. Um, I mean, durability wise, I mean, I feel like you you put up with a lot and you, you take contact almost every single rep. So it's like, I don't think people understand that part. You know what I mean?
1: But here's my thing. Both major injuries I had in college and here were both non-contact. So size never has anything to do with it. I mean, not to get too fired up right now, but, I mean, you turn on the film. If you – any hits, I'm falling forward every time. I get tackled, I'm falling forward. Rarely has anyone ever put me on my ass or out-physicaled me. Just That's just facts. Right. Like, you could turn on any film, any game, and I'm falling forward every time. Like, get hit, right. hit, I'm and, going and forward every time.
0: But, right, yeah, and the I, thing I, is – uh... Yeah, no, no, and, and, and just, just to add to, to you, to give more of a background, um, uh, like the things that Hunter works on outside of actual practice with, you know, whatever team he, he happens to be signed to, um, it's, he works on more of his finesseful shit where it's like, it's not contact, it's, it's less physical, it's more cuts, more speed, more agility. Um, you know, like when, we, when I was in Connecticut, we were constantly working on uh basically your your agility your route running your you know in and out you know change of speed change of direction and uh i mean even with this injury you're you're still a young dude you're an extremely healthy dude um you know other than you know maybe your brain uh you haven't really taken much in the way of like physical abuse you know what i mean in every everyone's gonna have injuries but if you're having injuries throughout your career and they're very like how do I say, say spread out? You know what I mean? Because what was it? You, you hurt your shoulder in high school, but that was like sophomore year or something, right? That
1: was, no, that was freshman year.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Because I know you were super young. So you had hurt your shoulder. No big deal. College, ankle, fucking bounce back from that quick. And this with the knee, it's like, I mean, with modern technology. The Ever it get the same injury as you, and they, they could you know come back, back from it pretty quick. So, so I, feel I feel like you're gonna have, like you. have no issues.
1: Exactly, like that. and honestly, like, and back to that question, it's kind of dumb as fuck because I already played arena football. Full, I played arena football before, and there ain't no hide in there, ain't no, in arena right. football you cannot hide, you cannot be soft. Like you, if you ain't physical and you ain't holding your own, you ain't gonna survive out there.
0: Right, because you're not, you're twenty twenty five wide, fifty long, right, on arena, and there's no out of bounds. It's exactly it's a fucking, you're getting you're getting blasted into a fucking wall. And so it's and like the yeah, ground obviously. is, and if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The ground is is a hockey arena or a, um, sorry about that, cannon blowing up a water bottle in here. Cut it out, man. Um, it's in my in my studio here, blowing up water bottles. But this is this is what you get, you know, when you're getting real uh, live uncut uh, action from me, Hunter. Um, but yeah, so uh, arena football. Back to what I was saying. Um, the ground itself, it's pretty much they just lay the turf over whatever happens to be there, cement a fucking hockey ring a fucking basketball court whatever whatever that arena happens to be right
1: yeah no honestly i played on a few field a few fields in arena this one shit bro they just threw i swear to god they just threw turf they threw turf on top of cement is basically what it was there was no padding there was no no shit like that so honestly like right. the way i described it is like arena football it's a different game than outdoor 11 on 11 football they they they're just two completely different games and not everybody can play arena football, right? Because that shit, like I said, the physicality, there's no running, there's no hiding. You got to, you know, you got to hold your own out there or you're going to get exposed and shit like that. Like for me personally, I could have, you know, I had other arena offers after my last season in Idaho. But obviously, I mean, when you get the opportunity to, you know, go to Barcelona, you know, a major city like that, and get those type of opportunities at this young age, like, you got to take advantage of them, like to see oh, the, the world God, just, all at the same time. You feel me?
0: And, and to see the world based off of like a skill that you've not only you possess, but it's something that you've worked on and you've tapered, you know, since you were a kid. I mean, like we spoke in last episode, it's like, this is something that, you know, you started at five years old being snuck into a fucking a, um, you know, I think what they weren't a Pop Warner League. What the I forget, AYF, A-Y-F? I AYF. Yeah, I, I, think they, I think they were AYF too. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, getting on a, a league that's a uh, a nationally, you know, recognized, um, you know, youth organization. It's like at five years old. I mean, you you put in the the groundwork from that point till now. So obviously, if you get the opportunity to travel and to do different things, like of course, do that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying mid- that arena wasn't dope, but I mean, dude, Barcelona was fucking awesome for you. And even your time in Germany was dope. You know what I mean?
1: That's what I was just gonna get into. And like when you're playing over in Europe, bro, it's more than it's more than just football bro like the way me me and glenn had a convo about it and the best way to describe it is like bro you're growing so much as a person and you're not even realizing because like now you're in a whole nother country and it's like mm-hmm. you gonna get picked up from the airport and they're dropping you off at the crib and everything's on your own it's like now you gotta find like simple shit we take granted for like going to grocery stores you know right to, like, like we can just go to a, like a regular stop and shop here it's like they got them small supermarkets now. You gotta find out right. which one has the best prices and all this shit. It's like go find a gym, go get the gym membership, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like a whole bunch of shit like that. Here we take grant for granted because we can just go and everyone knows English. We got a car out there. You gotta right. figure out transportation. You gotta it's just so much shit you gotta figure out. Yeah, like, you don't even realize how much you're growing as a person. So now I know I can come here, I can go to any city in the United States, and I'm gonna be comfortable because. Of, like, it's, it doesn't compare to, you know, going to a whole different country where most people don't even speak your language. So you got to navigate and get through like that. And then I ain't got at ATT for some reason doesn't have an international plan. So now mm-hmm. I don't even have a phone or internet when I'm outside. So it's like, I'm like kind of turned back in time. No internet. It's like, hey, just figure it out on your own and shit like that.
0: The, the, the wild thing that I've realized um, anytime I've gone to a different country, um, you know, whether it's like Korea or any of the countries in Europe or just anywhere. It's like, I look at the time as like, that was a, um it's like a peg that you like put in your timeline of life. Right. You just look at it like um life before, um like life before that time in that country and then life after, because you, you change so much. And I don't even want to say you don't realize it because you definitely do, but it happens so rapidly.
1: Yeah. And it's like, Bro, it's just crazy because I, I just feel, I would feel, so, I feel so much comfortable
0: whenever I come
1: back here where like so I went to New York or Boston, had mm-hmm. to navigate on my own where like before that shit might have been a lie and overwhelming, you know, being in those major right. cities. But it's like, okay, now after I did this shit, navigating through Barcelona, through Austria, Munich, like Munich, major city, Barcelona, major city, navigating through there, figuring out everything. It's like when I get back home, like I'm chilling. This, this is the easy yeah. part,
0: you know? Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. When we were looking just for ties, right, and we were looking for uh, black dress shirts, how fast were we able to hit, like, four or five different stores, like, in a matter of an hour? You know what I mean? And it, it was easy. It was a no-brainer. We, we talked to people. We were able to ask people for this, that. You know what I mean? Jump in the car, drive over here, jump in the car, drive over there. It's so much more simple. And it's like, in other countries, the craziest shit is, is like, it, it, dude, it, first thing is, like, the United States is is relatively young as a country, right? It's only, well, so, so yeah. So, you know, United States is, is relatively young and it's like, you go to these other countries that have been around since like BC, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, structures are old, roads are old, like shit is made of cobblestone. And, and it's like, it, it's it's completely different. And, you know, I think that if you have the opportunity to experience that and spend like any amount of time in another country, um i think it's it matures you it like grows you in a in a different way and it's like uh i'm not talking going to you know another country where you have an all inclusive resort and it's very americanized and very western i'm i'm talking like going and figuring some shit out in some really old cities and it's just different you just it's one of the things where when you're there you don't even want to whip out your phone and like take pictures of shit because like you actually want to be in the moment of that, you know what I mean? If you want to see pictures and shit, just go online after the fact, but like really go and like take it all in. That's why I was, I was actually happy that you didn't have an international plan because when you were out, you know, it wasn't about, Hey, let me fucking get this shit on my feed. Let me do this and do that. Like, yeah, you had pictures and shit, which was dope, but you know, the majority of it, you were in the moment for it, And I think that that's the best part.
1: Yeah. And that's what I said to um, what I say to people back here. I'm like, Hey, the, honestly, the best part was, not having you know cellular data outside of wi-fi because like mm-hmm. you said you really get to take in and see shit and people be like oh you barely posted anything out there i'm like right because i fucking i forgot like i wasn't thinking i'm just like taking everything in like and like it's we don't, a huge experience do for yourself
0: either. right 100 percent. and the thing is like it's a huge experience for yourself i feel like when everyone needs to share everything now i'm not saying don't take some pictures for you know just show something that you've done or to remember the shit yourself um, you know, or, or even to, to share with others. But the thing is, is like, don't do it for other people. And I feel like so like, it's so common now for people to, whatever they do, they need to be validated by everyone else that's on their timeline or their social media or people they don't even fucking know. So it's like, who cares what this person thinks about what you're doing? Like go there and enjoy that shit for you because who knows when's the next time you'll be able to do this. And I'm talking even basic shit. Like, even somewhere in the States, like 20 minutes from your house. If you're there and it's a dope experience, live that shit firsthand because you're doing it for somebody else, posting the shit. And it's like, you can get hit by a bus tomorrow. You have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's like, do that shit for you, man. And I think that was the the best thing about you going to Europe. That was the best thing about the times that I was in, in Europe and Asia and shit is like, yo, know, like I was doing this shit for me. It wasn't for validation, you know?
1: it's funny you say that too. Like even you were saying close to your house, it's like, now that I'm sitting here, you know, I'm not playing this season. I'm not going to be doing shit. Probably like playing a season till the next year. now I'm like mm-hmm. thinking of other shit I can do, like, you know, to keep, you know, to keep me interested while I'm at home. And it's like, we're in where we are, where I am in Connecticut. I'm literally in between two major cities. I got Boston, I got New York city and shit. Like, right. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, now it's like, I want to set goals for myself, like to go ahead and like, Go seek more discomfort Like You know what I'm saying Like I wouldn't mind yeah, Going it's, out it's into gross. New York i take a trip myself And just Try to figure shit out For a day or whatever Just To make myself uncomfortable And do some shit like that You know what I'm saying
0: A thousand percent Yeah Nah I, I couldn't agree more man Um Yeah it's just You know I didn't even realize How It's funny that you brought this up Because this is a conversation I just had with Lola I don't I never realized Like how dope Like Boston Or New York you know, really were because I just took it for granted that I was always so close. And now it's like, you see it on, you know, TV, movies and shit. And you're like, Damn. Like I've been there, you know, a, a fair amount of times, but I never actually went and experienced everything that I could have because you know I was wrapped up in daily life and shit, you know, and if I would have taken that time to take a step back and go seek out experiences, I feel like I could have reached the maturity and growth level that I'm at now a long time ago
1: that that's so true bro because you know how it is you know overseas like these people fucking love this like new york city they love that shit like us growing up get there well we probably take a train ride two hours be right fucking man downtown manhattan you know right but yeah that's like more shit i really want to just start doing is like not be afraid you know go ahead and do shit myself step outside my comfort zone especially now with the experience i have like That should be pretty easy for me. But I also just noticed like a lot of times like what what people do, what we all do is like when we have like when we have a chance to travel and experience new shit, it's like Mm -hmm. oftentimes we rush through it, though. Like we get there and we're like, oh, I got to go here, 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 here or there instead of just embracing it and really just taking taking it all in. I that's something I need to do more of,
0: honestly. Right. It's like something that I, I've, I've learned to appreciate as I've gotten older is um, like my grandfather, uh, you know, uh, Big Joe. I know he was showing pictures and stuff, um, you know, when, when we were in Connecticut, um, you know, to both of us about the different different things. They just he'll just get in the car and leave and not even tell anybody what he's doing, where he's going. He'll just be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to breakfast and little do you know, breakfast is in like fucking Vermont and he's going to drive hours to get there. regular basis and along the way he's in no particular rush he just like takes pictures of shit you know so it embraces like the time out there whether it's old farms or animals or streams you know whatever he's into me and you i think we're the same but different than that because we would rather go and see like old cities and shit you know compared to like rural areas but at the same time i mean it's just an example of hey do what makes you happy in what you know like find that type of peace you know, and we always used to get mad, you know, because he would have health issues and he would just go disappear by himself. And he's like, hey, man, if I fucking, if I die walking down some stream or, you know, checking out some old farm or abandoned place or whatever, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, hey, fuck it, like I was doing what made me happy. And I was like, "Ah, oh, fair enough, man. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen. But, I mean, if you're going to go, you might as well go doing what you love doing, you know.
1: Exactly. And, you know, it's like you and I both, like, we, we've we experienced, you know, how life how short life can be bro and it's just like i really just i just want to live this bitch to the fullest and you know if i'm at whenever i'm on my deathbed look back and be like man fuck it i don't even have no regrets like i did that shit you know did that shit your way you know my way and right right
0: no a thousand percent you know and it's like um yeah in that that i think goes full circle back to um you know, us continuing the podcast the way that we want to do it. And now, you know, really treating it like it's a, uh, like, it's another job for us, not just something that we're just doing out of hobby and leisure. And for, for the fun of it, we're still doing it out of, you know, for the fun of it. But now I think we have more of a purpose behind everything. Um, You know, not only are we fucking touching a lot of people with it and the shit that we say, and some helps people, but, you know, we got other endeavors too, that, that we're looking into and, you know, that we want to carry out that also fucking help people and, and benefit things. You know what I mean? I and
1: mean, dude, one of the coolest things, like, one of the coolest things, like with this pod, I thought was like, so th- this was literally the day. I tear my MCL at practice. We're all bullshitting before practice, mm-hmm. just chilling. And our offensive coordinator pulls up and he's like, Hey man, I was listening to your podcast uh, on my way here. Cause he had like a long drive. I'm like, really? Like, I was like, I'm like, you actually were. He's like, yeah, man. Like I felt everything <laughs> you were saying because you know, this Saturday will be a year since I lost my mother. And I'm like, fuck, like we don't, I, I don't think we realized at that time, like that how much, how much people can relate to this shit that we talk about on this podcast. And I just love to hear the feedback, like from people, like, fuck, like I felt what you guys are saying. Like, you know, I, like yeah. that really helped me and just shit like that, bro, which
0: is so dope to me. Dude. It's like, even the, the people that, um, you know, that we attract that listen and that want to get on and share their stories too. It's like, it's cool because they're looking at it like, Hey, like if these two dudes can get on here and share their shit and be super blunt and open, you know, I want to do the same. And now we, we have, you know, scheduled guests coming up that some, you know, have gone through depression and major weight loss. Some have gone through just being a regular dude, uh, 19 years old and then becoming a fucking millionaire at, you know, at 20 out of nowhere. Um, and then, you know, other people, uh, you know, chasing down their dream, you know, to become, you know, uh, the best MMA fighter fucking in the world, things like that. And it's like, they're all going to be on here kind of talking about their own, their own shit. And just hearing me and you, and even the episode with Stone, it's like, it, it's just crazy, man, because what we're really doing is just bullshit. And, and it's just, it, it rubs off, I guess, the, the genuine of it you know and that's that's why we avoided um you know signing to anything that would limit what we can and can't speak about because i think that there's so many companies and brands and shit out there that are are limited and they probably don't reach the potential that they could and it's not always a monetary gain that you chase you know what i mean
1: so i mean so i'm gonna put out this challenge for us for the listeners for anybody it's like like we said go out whenever you get a chance, whenever you're free from work and go do some shit that may make you uncomfortable that you don't usually do. And, you know, if you're comfortable enough, you know, write in or whatever, send us pics and just share the experience yeah. and like how, how it affected you and shit like that? Because I know once I get off, you know, off this couch, shit, i am got this brace on and crutches for the next five weeks, but I'm going to really be out, you know, trying to do some shit. So.
0: Right. You know, I think, he'd ever want to get on, but I'd like to get gimpy on here, man, just to share his story too. I mean, how, you know, you can, you can take a situation, you know, cause I don't want to air it out. Cause I don't know if he wants to speak publicly, but the thing is like, you know, you can take a situation that's straight lemons and you can turn that into being, you know, an entrepreneur, a uh, business owner right? and still you could have a past, you know what I mean? And it's, so it's like, it doesn't matter who you are, you can still do you like life is, is here for you. The fucking, the world is huge. And you know, the, the sooner you get out of your own little bubble, whether it's moving to another state to start, start up a fucking business, whether it's being, you know, 19 and risking all your money on an investment in whether you're, you're going to be a broke 19 year old with nothing, or you're going to be a 20 year old millionaire. You know what I mean? You have no idea. And it's like, even if it's not that, just, just the experience of just going and doing something else, it's you know it gets you out of that same old same old shit where you know people are unhappy people don't feel like they have like a sense of community or belonging or purpose or self-esteem and it's like you know if you continuously repeat the same shit over and over and stay in that same small bubble that you grew up in and now you live there and you work there and not like fucking go do something else man fuck it you know what i mean jobs are are plenty available now you know it's not you know fuck it if you're going to quit your job i'm not saying two But if you can and you want to quit your job and fucking go walk cross-country, walk cross-country, fuck it. You know, Mike Posner did it and then got bit by a fucking rattlesnake, was out for six months and continued his walk. Mm -hmm. Just challenge yourself, man. When's the last time you did something that made you great? And it doesn't have to be that big. It's just something that is something for you. Try something new, you know what I
1: mean? Exactly. And I think the most important thing is like, what a lot of people struggle with. I'm mean, i sure we have sometimes is just like, you know, being comfortable being alone, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, so many people feel like they need somebody, they need, you know, they need someone there, they need to feel accepted in a group or something like that. But, like, like you know, it, you have to find that peace with yourself, and it's okay to be alone. It's okay to do this shit alone. You don't need to call up your homeboy or this one and that one. Go do that shit on your own. Like, you don't always need someone there for you. I think that's a huge step just in growth, honestly, is just becoming more comfortable with being alone with yourself with your own thoughts because some people are afraid to be alone because of their thoughts. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And it's like, I used to be like that, especially like with the club thing and shit, it, you know, you're constantly surrounded by people. And then when you're not around them, you're like, Oh shit, like this sucks. I never wanted to be home. You know, I never wanted to be like in one place. I was like, man, I got to be out and about and doing shit because you, you get comfortable with that. And the thing is, is like, when you step outside of that and you people are always like, Oh, I got to find myself or learn who I am or all that shit. It's like, yeah, that I feel like that's true. Everyone needs to do that. But I think in order to do that, you really have to like narrow down your community. Like your community is not 5,000 people on Facebook or on Instagram or a, you know, 15 second video on Snapchat. Like your community is small. Like humans were made, you know, You know, after a hundred people, um, I guess it, it's hard even to be- remember features of that person or names or anything. So it's like, we're not built for that. You know what I mean? So it's like now with the, the age that we're in, where everybody feeling like the constant social media validation is real life. It's like, nah, if you take a step back from that, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable, but then you're going to be like, damn, like, all right, cool. Like, this is who I am. I'm not what I am as part of a group. You know, digitally If that makes any sense
1: No, I hear you And honestly, if you're listening I mean, at least you're part of this This social
0: club but yeah. <laughs> No, right, right And, you know, I mean Shit, we keep it Keep it pretty fucking real here And in our, in our listeners are It's pretty diverse, man Ages, fucking professions You know, everything You know, races, sexes Fucking whatever You know, it's all pretty diverse, man And I just think that, like not to use like any of these like cliche sayings, but like the whole like real recognizes real thing. I think fucking, you know, people listen to this and you know, they might get put on whoever or catch a fucking clip somewhere. And they're like, oh shit, I'll check that out. Then after one episode, they're like, damn, like these dudes really aren't one dimensional. Just talking about fucking sports and dumb shit. You know, they kind of get into stuff that there's a stigma behind where people don't want to fucking to speak about. You know what I mean? Jeez, where, where we left off before AT&T completely fucked us again. I'm going to get a sprint sponsorship or something. I swear. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so what we were saying is Hunter uh, uh, and myself, uh, we ended up sponsoring a, a really good, like, outstanding MMA fighter, man. Um, standout game is, is great. His ground game is great. He's 2-0, uh, two knockouts. And, um, yeah, we're, we're his first sponsor. He's on, on the rise, and uh, he's got a fight in August. Um, I will have all those dates and stuff pushed out. Uh, I'm going to try to get Hunter's um, handicap ass out there, even if I got to push him around in a chair so he could be there in person to support, but it, uh, it should be in Denver. And um, yeah, man, dude is fucking just an awesome dude. He's a, a husband, a father, fucking he's also in the army. Um, super cool. Well-spoken dude. Just also fucking, you know, really, really skilled and uh, and gifted. And um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm back in the lab with the whole sewing machine and shit. I, uh, I used to make Trunks way back. I made a set of trunks for a team that I was on uh, when I first got down to like the Central Texas area. So it's been a while, um, but I'm gonna make make his trunks, uh, get them sent off to Hunter, so that either um, you know Hunter's gonna go ahead and, and do do the printing on it and go from there, and even if we have our own Chris blast some embroidery through there, we're gonna have him have a dope setup, and uh, I'll be back doing you know custom order uh, trunks, and then um, on top of that, Hunter and myself are uh, gonna probably. Uh, pair up with another podcast um our our boy white mike and keith on uh, pissed off sports and, and start a, a fundraiser where um we start to give we, we're going to give back to the, the these youth sport programs whether it's uh boxing football basketball you know whatever it is because you know things are getting more expensive now uh for everybody you know whether it's fuel prices whether it's whatever um but it's something that you see too often is like you know they they like, let's say there's a, a boxing program, I don't want to name it yet. Um, but you know, they had two vans and they used to drive around, you know, the urban area they were located in. And what they would do is they would, uh, you know, pick up kids from from schools, from their houses, from, you know, the areas that they live and bring them to the gym so they could train and then bring them back home. Well, what happened is, you know, they, they can't, the city can't afford to continue to fund that. So they got rid of the vans. So now you have these kids who are, are stuck, man. They don't have that escape. And me and Hunter talk about it all the time that if we didn't have sports, like where the fuck would we be now? You know what I mean? It, it plays such a big part in our life that we want to give back to it. You know, I was at a, you know, even like my son's practices, things like that, you know, kids are back to running shirts and skins and stuff. Cause they don't have, you know, practice, you know, the uniforms or jerseys or, you know, and what we're going to do is raise money. We don't know how much, but basically everything that we raise, we're going to, you know, give back to these sports teams, whether it's, you know, helping out coaches, it's helping out, you know, with, with their transportation costs to offset some shit, whether it's jerseys and, you know, we print our logo on it, it'd be pretty cool. But, um, you know, it's not limited to any certain area. Um, you know, it's not going to be just a Connecticut thing or just a Texas thing or a Colorado thing. But, uh, you know, we've even had, um, you know, boxing clubs reach out to us. Uh, well, reach out to me since I, I put this out to uh, someone I know in Colorado. Um they reached out to me from North Carolina, you know, that they uh that they're struggling to just basically keep their gym open. And you know, they they have over 80 kids that come there on a regular basis, you know, that that have you know fucked up home lives and you know, shit like that. And they they that's their escape, man. And now with things getting more expensive and shit, people just can't can't swing it anymore, man. So it's like, you know, if we can, and I know shit's tough, so I'm not asking anyone to just go and crack out the checkbook and you know sign a ten thousand dollar check to donate to youth sports but it's like you know if you got some fucking some some change man some shit kicking around in your cash app or something we're gonna put up uh potentially an offer up or there's a couple other um like fundraising fucking um different sites but we're gonna put that together Uh, we're still kind of ironing out how we're gonna do it and yeah you know social club in you know in combination or or in partnership with uh, you know, some other podcasts and different businesses and stuff. We're going to try to, um, you know, do everything we can to, to help out, you know, kids and shit. And then, you know, on top of that, we're going to see, you know, what other amateur athletes and stuff are, are potentially turning pro and things like that, or, you know, whatever, w- whatever happens to be, whatever services we could provide, whether we got to get them on with Stone to go over some training plans, you know, get them out hunter to, to network with other teams, different countries or arena ball, whatever, you know, we're just going to try to start to open up that, that avenue, you know what I mean, to, uh, give a little bit of what we've got, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, man, now that they got that NIL, whatever the fuck it's called shit, like, you know, we, we some top recruits, if you guys just want to, you you know, you guys want to sign to the social club, you know, we got you. We don't know we're all, all going to send, you know, our sponsored guys because, you know, we're still going over what we want to do, right. what, what styles for the merch and shit, but, like, you know, any athletes out there listening – from anywhere, United States, right. fucking Europe, all over, you know, you want to be a sponsor, right, let
0: right, us know. Exactly. And it's not sports specific. You know what I mean? You, you might do something that me and Hunter know nothing about, you know, but uh, you know, sports are, are fucking are key and, and they're important to, to what we do and they're important to who we are. So it's like, I don't want anyone to ever not be able to have an opportunity to be their best self. You know what I mean? If, you know, through crowdfunding and fundraising, you know, of our listeners, that we can just you know do something to to take care of the situation or offset, you know, whatever it might be. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So we but should. Yeah, man. Fucking. You think I, should, should we close out with uh, a few listener questions?
0: Yeah. Well, you got some. I got one right here. Oh shit! All right, let let's ship it. I I have one that got had one that got sent to me like a month ago. Uh, obviously, we couldn't do it with that other company, so I kind of just saved it. Yeah, um, but yeah, go you go ahead and, and, and send it and let me
1: know. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give one, and then you give one because I mean these are gonna be some decent in-depth discussions. Okay. Dear Social Club, would you rather date the deaf or the blind?
0: Oh shit. Um. <laughs> fuck, what are what are your thoughts?
1: Let me think. I gotta th- I gotta really think about this. I would, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go and go I'd rather date the deaf. Not that I don't, not that I discriminate, <laughs> but you're, she like she's going to still be able to see what you look like. Okay. Like, at least like when you, if you date blind, like they have to feel your face and shit. So like, what if you have, you could have a pimple or some shit that day and she's like, oh hell no, feels that shit you might have something going on. Like you might have a little cold sore on your lips. She might feel that like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to take the deaf because I can learn sign language. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Or, or if you're like uh, white, white Mike's brother-in-law is my fucking guy, but he's deaf and uh, he doesn't know formal sign language. He knows like the hood Ebonics version discounted, you know, 50% off, you know, on clearance version of sign language. And it, and I mean, I mean, I don't know. I break his balls constantly and he can't hear me, but I just do it with my hands and then he does it back. And then we end up, you know, slap boxing and shit. And I, I find it hilarious.
1: Yeah. I think, I think, I think, uh, what you call it, blind comes with way more disadvantages than um, than deaf.
0: Yeah. I mean, potentially least, you got to deal with like her seeing do eye dog and shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. We can't argue. <laughs> I mean, if you did, she'd be violently fucking hitting you with sign language. Like, it would be like gang signs. I'll
1: just shut the door and lock it. I, I won't hear her yelling from outside.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that is, <laughs> all right, so we agree on the deaf?
1: Yeah, we're going deaf.
0: All right, cool. Deaf it is. All right, so I, I got one here. It's got to be somebody from Connecticut because they know Ashley. So they're like uh, Nick and Hunter. Oh boy. Nick and Hunter. So, (laughs) oh, I don't even know if I want to read this. All right. This is some shit that got us kicked off that other network. Okay. Nick and Hunter. We know you're going to have Ashley Belzo on. She's a huge proponent in the gay community. In your opinion, is America the gayest country in the world? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I mean, there's still countries where you you could get killed for, for being openly gay.
1: That's what I'm saying Like Here it's just like Without talking too much It's just like I don't know It seems like that's the new cool thing to do
0: The, the thing is I think now um, I mean obviously I'm, I'm sure in like Fucking Duluth You know Wisconsin I'm sure it's Maybe not super accepted. Duluth's I, like, in Minnesota it, Oh I said Fucking I'm, Dude I was My bad Sorry Duluth yeah, I know because we used to have Minnesota Mondays at my old job, and we would—I would say I was from Duluth. Uh, I'm from Duluth. All right. Wow. Okay. Everyone that listens to this, you guys know I'm—I'm i am I'm significantly more intellectual than I just led you on with. Uh, anyways, um, okay. So hold on. Let me let me ask you this then. Here's my my ad. Okay, if America's the gayest country, is Thailand the most trans country?
1: I think that's tr- is. Th- I think that's true. Like that's a fact. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, that's pretty wild.
1: Well, what country Uh, would you say it's probably not anywhere in the Middle East? You're getting killed if oh yeah, you're gay or
0: anything. Someone's gonna call us from like some like real like obscure Middle Eastern country and be like, "No, like we're all gay here. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry, man. Like, whatever." The overwhelming majority, I'm assuming. (laughs) Also, hear me out here. I said Duluth was in Wisconsin. Oh my god! Listen to this shit.
1: So you know how everyone's like. So like United States, what do you think? Do you think like, what do you think? Are we the land of the free? Yes or not?
0: Uh, or what do you say, think the freedom? Yeah, I, of- I would say yes, because I've been to other countries and there, there's way more oppression in other countries than there is here. I think this is like the only country on earth that you can openly bash your president and say all this crazy shit. And, you know, just basically, the freedom of speech thing is pretty wild. Like you could say anything that you want.
1: Well, would you, you know, what? is there,
0: is there like blowback on certain things? Like, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But.
1: Well, I, would you believe like me yeah. if, would you believe me if I told you on the, on the rankings from country, like with mo ranking from like the most freedom and most like, you know, you could do shit around United States ranks 15th. Do you know who number one is?
0: Number one, it have to be something like, uh, like Sweden or some shit like that.
1: Yeah, it's Switzerland's number one. Okay, but that shit's expensive as fuck to live there.
0: No, but right. and I mean, certain things offset each other. Like, uh, like some countries have like universal basic income, so it's like that would fuck people like me and you because everyone gets paid the same amount. No matter what, you know what I mean. So, what about the people like us that we have a job and we get out of our job and go on to to continue to hustle doing something else? You know, the, I don't like that doesn't even exist in countries like that.
1: And where Switzerland? Is it Switzerland that has universal basic income? No, that's like co- that's communism
0: shit. No, 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 no. Like I, I'm, being, I'm for real for like fucking Bernie Sanders is a big like supporter of like universal basic income and shit. And I mean, I guess. So the argument for it is that um, with universal basic income, everyone is free to pursue what they want because everyone's going to get paid the same amount. So, you know, you can do more like artsy type shit and, you know, you can be a painter or or like explore different things, you know, be a poet, you know, shit like that. But you'd still would get paid the same as the dude who's out here busting his ass doing construction. You know what I mean?
1: So there's only one country that, that, that has done it that is doing it currently and that is iran middle eastern really iran yes
0: no shit
1: yeah huh. it, yeah i just had to look that up i'm trying to do the quickest fucking research right now while being on here <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that shit's pretty wild.
1: i i i can't imagine bro
0: but you're right yeah, i mean
1: yeah united states stuff OK, I take back what I said. According to this, it says Finland is the only country to have carried out a nationwide um, universal based income.
0: Uh, OK, yeah, I knew it was something with uh, it'd be somewhere where like tall, white, blonde people live. I feel like they're the only people who would do that. But again, I
1: again I could be wrong. I'm doing some quick research, so like don't quote us on this. But if you're in a bar and shit, you could probably use that because no one's gonna fact check you at a bar. But maybe if you're in a work meeting or something, they may fact check you. So
0: yeah, maybe don't say that. Um, <laughs> and I love how you say you're doing research. Like you're wearing a fucking lab coat and you're you know comparing control groups and shit. You're just googling while you're on yeah, the couch exactly. or wherever the fuck you are. It's not, it's not research. What do you, how do you know what you're reading is even real? Don't matter. As long as
1: it says don't, it says .gov or some shit like that.
0: Fair enough. Okay, I'll give you that.
1: Or uh, or uh, some university did the study.
0: Like DeVry University or like Everest College or something like that. No, like Oxford University. Okay, just checking. I think that's like I, the I hardest to sure. one to get into. I think that's the hardest one to get into. Honestly, I don't even know to be to be completely transparent. Again, don't quote us yeah. here. <laughs> we're not doing. We're not doing research. We're doing fucking a, a quick Google.
1: We're, we went to. We graduated from Google University.
0: But oh, shit, you want to fucking? Hey, you want to fucking uh, yeah, not this point? fucking really? All right, sweet. sweet. Fucking uh, yeah, yeah. Just um, go ahead and support all of the uh, the social media accounts for the social club. Um, also, be on the lookout, um, you know, for the the fundraiser that we'll be putting up. I'm sure within the next few days. Also, if you are a cook, a mentor, something you know, you just you're looking for any sort of sponsorship or assistance, any kind of way, um, you know, feel free to reach out. Uh, but aside from that, man, fucking, you know, thanks for for keeping up with oh, us, and thanks that, for listening, um, and um, yeah, yeah, whatever and Hunter has.
1: Exactly now, like honestly, you need anything personalized, like you want shirts done, hats, whatever it is, man. Right. Just hit me up and I'm gonna work you out the best price, better than any of the anybody else out there that you'd get a quote from. I'll match it or do better. So,
0: yeah, Hunter will undercut everything, literally, and then fucking, you're also supporting fucking, you know, Hunter and, uh, you know, he's, he's he's gives back, man. He's gonna actually be providing a lot of his fucking his services, just donating, them You know, as far as like helping out these, you know. You use, you know, uniforms and jerseys and shit like that So, yeah, use Hunter, you know what I mean? Even if he matches, you already know he's doing good shit with it He's not just fucking taking the money and running, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, so Sweet, but yeah, fucking it?
0: Uh, Seems like we landed her down, man Fucking, uh, it's been real and it's been fun It's been fucking real fun Yes, sir All right, dude, Asalama All
1: right, bro, stay black
0: Your peace